We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. My guy Ken Danico. Devil's legend coming up in about 20 minutes, but I got to talk to the Yankee fans that listen to the fan and call the fan. 877-337-6666. Man, one of the hardest images, one of the dopest photos I've seen in a while is out there. It's Bryce Harper rounding second and standing on second base. <laughs> And uh, looking at Orlando Arcia, just with this, like, death stare after Orlando Arcia laughed at Harper and said, boy, Harper, after he got doubled up in game two. Man, Bryce Harper was looking for revenge. He got it tonight. Like, that's what I'm talking about, bro. When I'm talking about killer instincts, killers move in silence, Bryce Harper showed up today with a, a primetime Deion Sanders shirt on. Had nothing to say. Let his action speak. Let his play speak for him. Okay, you guys think that's funny? I got doubled up to end the game? That would be the only game you win. We dominated you, game one. We dominated you that game. You came back. That was cute. But now you poke the bear. And that bear should be playing for your New York Yankees. Dominic in East Rochester on the fan. What's up, Dominic? My man, Keith McPherson. Hey, you know it. Hey, buddy. It didn't work. (laughs) <laughs> it's not working, and they won't no, admit why it's not no, working. It, it didn't work. Let me just lead off with that Harper, when was Washington, begged to be traded to where, Keith McPherson? Right here. We know it. I, I've been watching this kid since I was in high school. Like, Yep, and let me quote Brian Hoke. I, I know we don't like to read much, but Brian Cashman indicated that Bryce Harper isn't a fit for the Yankees. Crazy. He said that the team already has six outfielders and that playing Harper at first base isn't realistic. And there's your general manager. Yeah. So, Keith, it's not working or it didn't work, so let's do everything just about the same. Let's keep (laughs) the management in place, GM in place, manager in place. Doesn't matter. They get another uh, puppet. You know, let's keep the coaches. Let's sign Montaz because he can't pitch. We got Roden <laughs> fired They up. said they he liked how he pitch. looked rehabbing all season. Like, they saw some yeah. positives. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, let's re-sign him. Let's re-sign him. You know, let's, let's keep Stanton in that cleanup spot 
because, you know, that's where he belongs. He's going to find himself in the offseason. Let's have our slowest guy on the team <laughs> leading off. That's a good idea, DJ LeMayu. I love DJ. I'm sure you like him. But leading off, you know, let's go again next year without a closer. Let's continue to change the lineup every day, and let's move guys around different positions every day. Right? Yeah, you know, still still he, searching for outfielders, right? You're going to move yeah. Judge to center field no, and put no, Stanton no, in no, right no, field? No. We need a center fielder and no. a left fielder. No, Keith, we have six outfielders, he said. We have six of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he named, the names that he named to say you know, that they I, weren't going to entertain Bryce Harper, that's criminal. <sighs> the guys that you mentioned in, in that same breath to pass on a generational talent. Are you crazy? You know, Keith. Honestly, God, you know this is my 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 my, my passion, and uh, I just I, I I'm lost. I feel like that I'm just getting lip service from hell now. Yep. Don't you feel like you're just getting lip service? Oh yeah, that- it seems fake to me. It's all words. Like, oh yeah, we're upset. We can't believe this. But I think when they actually get together, they're like, hey, we, we you know, Judge ran into the wall. Nestor was hurt. Trevino had a bad wrist. Oh, the concussion thing? How are we supposed to know that uh, Anthony Rizzo was concussed? You know, Keith, the uh, the group that they're gonna they hired to uh, to check things out. A there there wasn't that was that was also a farce. There there isn't. So we thought there was an outside group that was gonna come in and audit this and and you know not pull any punches. No, that's not what they're doing. Andy Martino came out and said, no, 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 no. That's that's actually not what's going on here. That's what they said it was going to be. Very because clearly. it's all nonsense. You know, Keith, Keith, it, it, seriously, seriously, no. The, so what you, they're doing with this outside company is that they're they're just comparing what the Yankees model is, what they do for analytics to, to other teams, not to audit their process, but just to say, oh, what are we doing wrong that these other teams are doing right? Listen, Keith, you know, I, I never told you, I'm not just another slop fan, you know, as a vice president of an $8 billion bank, okay? You and I could straighten this out. That's what I said in my open, Dom. I'm like, please call me. We can help them. We can tell them exactly what the issues are so they can stop looking for every other thing with research and analytics and, and sleeping in the clubhouse and let's make the clubhouse better. Like, come on. But we knew these things. We knew these things as they were happening. Uh, you know, catcher, Ria Muto, we knew. Get him. Get him. Okay. Uh, uh, the Mets should have got him, yeah. Just... Donaldson, Donaldson for Gio Urshela. No. He had no business here. Josh Donaldson no. had no business ever no. being a Yankee. What can he do that Gio Urshela couldn't do? You know, uh, 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 uh you know, uh, even getting Stanton as a as a knee jerk when he didn't do his job and get uh, Otani. You know, no. Right, if no. Eric Jeter wants to give him to you, no, you don't. No, want it's too many him. mistakes. Too many mistakes, and and they will not look at the guy that has made mistake after mistake with trades, guys that he traded for, guys that he traded away, and with free agency, the guys that he chose to bring in. Versus the guys that he passed on. Thanks for the call, Dom. Appreciate you, man. Uh, you know, and Dom, I know, is someone that has seen the Yankees for twice as long as I have. You know, I know that there are 
some of the older Yankee fans out there that listen to the fan and they don't call in and they just, I don't like I I can't imagine what you guys feel because you've seen the the Yankees through so many different eras. And I consider myself as a millennial, a younger Yankee fan that really is just going back to the late 90s, early 2000s and even the mid 2000s, late 2000s. This last like 15 years or so, it ain't it, man. And uh, it's not hard to figure out why they've missed the mark. Because they try to get crafty. They've tried to go away from their original model, their original plan of, okay, you know, if we come up short, hmm, we're going to fix that in the offseason. We're going to go buy the best players to play the position we need. Instead of trying to make these little trades and sign these bargain bin guys for less and, oh, these cashman fines. Like, the cashman fines are cute for a little while. When Didi Gregorius turns into Didi Gregorius or Gio Urshela turns into Gio Urshela or Luke Voigt turns into Luke Voigt, but eventually they turn back into pumpkins. Bryce Harper's never going to be a pumpkin, bro. Let's go to Paul in Little Falls on the fan. What's up, Paul? How you doing there, K-Man? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Back-to-back five-hour shows. The Yankees just gave me something tonight that I didn't even have in my notes, so we're going after it. Well, I'm a disgruntled, I'm a long-time disgruntled Yankee fan right now. Um, I'm just going to go by the way the team is constructed right now. First first off, Judge got to be hitting, Judge has to hit third. Judge can't be hitting second. You need more contact hitters on this team. Sure. You need more left you need more lefty batters on this team. Sure. Um uh, Rizzo, Rizzo was your only was your only decent lefty hitter. And he was the only guy. If you if, if you watch him real close, when he gets two strikes on him, yep. he shortens up on the bat and just tries to put the ball in play. Changes that's his approach. You, that's what you're taught. You're taught that in little league to do that kind of thing. Yeah, but that's they true. fired Dylan Lawson, their hitting coach, and we thought, oh, they never fire a coach in season. Oh man, and uh... Uh, hitting, hitting coach hitting coach has nothing to do with. These are big league guys. Right, they've been doing this stuff for years. Uh, let's see. What's the next problem? What's the next problem with the Yankees? The pitching. Giancarlo Stanton. There, there's a problem right there. This guy ends up coming up. He ends up having an 0 for 4 day, striking out three times, and then we got to listen to Aaron Buffoon explain away that he's trying to work it out. Well, can he work it out bat eighth? Yeah, drop him in the lineup or give him some rest days. You have these scheduled rest days. That's another problem. The Braves, the oh, Phillies, yeah. those guys play every day. They don't have scheduled rest days so they can go cold for two weeks. That's right, scheduled rest days. You end up sitting sitting judged down on a scheduled rest day. But when he's hot, this is a guy that's got to play every day. You can't sit him it's down. It's baseball. It's baseball. These guys should know what where they're hitting in the lineup and where they're playing, and that's that. That's correct. Let's see. What's the next problem for the for the Yankees? For me, the pitching, uh, right? You're going to keep rolling Severino out there knowing he's broken. You're going to keep rolling Rodon out there knowing he's cooked. you got one guy who literally won the Cy Young, and he's got to be the stopper every five days. He's got to stop yep. you from a losing streak. He's got to stop you from right. being swept. Cold day is the only day that you have hope. It's always hope, hope, hope week with the Yankees. Yep. And and let's see. Well, what, what else? Um, um, Glaber. Glaber's got to be. I know. I know he's the second best hitter on the on the Yankees. <laughs> Glaber's got to go. Glaber's got to go. But they've defaulted into we don't have enough talent. We we have to keep him. He is our best hitter outside of Judge. We have to keep him. We can't trade him in the no. offseason. Maybe we trade him at the deadline. But you know what's going to happen? He, it is literally his calling card. His mo. He's going to run into outs. He's going to have a lackadaisical moment throwing the ball. 
He's going to commit an error. He's going to boot a ball. I mentioned that Cubs series. Watching that Cubs series, they would have won that Cubs series if he just fielded the ball and turned the double play. Taylor made yeah. double play. I don't know what he was thinking. That's right. He's, he's falling he's falling into the, the Gary Sanchez trap of malaise. Uh, that, that's, that's, yeah. that's and they wanted to get rid of Gary Sanchez so bad, right? They wanted to get Gary Sanchez out of here so bad and get something for him that they got finessed by the Minnesota Twins to take on IKF after the Rangers traded him to Minnesota, but really they took on old Josh Donaldson in his contract. Thank you for the call, Paul. Like, think about that. Brian Cashman thought he won. He thought he won that trade. Getting Ben Rortvet. You didn't see Ben Ben Rortvet till later this year. Brian Cashman stood on that trade thinking that was a good move. They told us IKF was one of the better defensive shortstops in baseball. We watched this guy have the yips, boot balls consistently, had like 12 errors, and Aaron Boone's getting on the camera and the mic saying, oh, no, well, you know, there's metrics that we have that say he makes some plays that no other guys make. Make the routine plays. 877-337-6666. Can we go get uh, Ken Danico right now, Connor? Can we call uh, Ken Danico and, and talk a little Devils just to break up all of the, like, all oh, the Yankees can't figure it out. And this modern-day Yankees, they want it to be all about everything else besides their main issues that we all can see. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keith McPherson on the fan. Joining me right now, my guy. He's a devil's legend. Played his whole 20-year career over there with NJD. It's Ken Danico. What's up, my guy? We just saw each other. We did, Keith. How are you, my man? Good to be on with you. And yeah, it was nice to see you. Mr. Devil. Uh, Credential today as we get ready for uh, 
The season opener tomorrow night, uh, can't wait. Yeah, it was good to see everybody. Shout out to the Devils. Shout out to the, you know, uh, Levy food tasting that we did over there. Yes. The food was amazing. The vibes were amazing. I could tell everybody's excited for the season. And, of course, you are, right? Look at the team. The team is good now, right, Dano? Well, they are. And, and first off, I want to thank you for repping, repping uh, our team, the New Jersey Devils. I mean, I know you've hopped on board the last few years. Great seeing you at some games, Keith. Uh, I say that uh, sincerely. And, and it's nice. But, yes, there's something to talk about with this team. It's been a long time coming, and uh, I don't think any of us could have seen the, the leap they took from one year to the next, uh, a record-setting season as far as point differential and wins and all those kinds of things. Uh, in the history of the National Hockey League, you, you just don't see it often. They came together quickly, um, and now the expectations are raised. So I, do, I will say I, I like to pump the brakes a little because there's going to be adversity. There's going to be ups and downs. And with higher expectations, things get a lot tougher. Teams are going to be ready for them. They won't be facing the backup goaltender as often uh, like they did, especially in the first half of the season. Uh, just a lot of little different uh, looks as far as teams being prepared for the speed and skill of the Devils. But you, but you have team, and, and they certainly got themselves prepared preseason's preseason. I get it. But for them to go 7-0, showed that they want to take that next step. They're ready to, you know, come out of the gate here and, and get things going. But, again, the old cliche, one game at a time. And, again, there's going to be ups and downs, growing pains still with some of these young guys, especially on the back end, Keith, for me, where there's some young defensemen uh, getting um, big roles. Kevin Ball looked great in preseason. His role's going to be much bigger with a lot. Obviously, Luke Hughes is a very dynamic player, terrific skater, just like his brother Jack. And uh, he's excited for uh, for his first full season. Got his feet wet last year, and he played extremely well. But these guys, at times, will have some, will make mistakes, and will have some growing pains. So, uh, hopefully, they're ready for that. Yeah, I mean, I caution a lot of fans going into this NFL season to not believe the hype. Don't we know it here in New York? There's high <laughs> expectations for the Yankees and the Mets, and they fell flat on their faces. And so far, mm -hmm. the uh, Jets and Giants, it's not going the way we expected. But I feel like Devils fans have been wanting this for a long time, have been getting ready for this the last two years. We, you know, we felt it come in, obviously, with some good drafts and bringing in some talent. And what I say about the Devils is they stacked the deck. They did what I wanted the Yankees to do, right? They came up short a little bit last year, but in the offseason, they signed some guys to some long-term contracts. They added some players, and I feel like they're going to take a step forward. So what do you say about the additions to the team and some of the guys that we know are going to be here? Because I think they have shorted up that we can expect the Devils to be a contender for years to come. Yeah, no question. I, I mean, the anticipation going into this year they should be high, should be exciting for, for Devils fans. I, I mean, you can cut the tension with a knife. They can't wait till the season gets going, and they feel they're going to preseason. That's where I say pump the brakes just a little bit. But having said that, you make some very valid points from the standpoint that Tom Fitzgerald, the general manager, and his staff have done a terrific job of uh, identifying a core group. You always need a core group. And I speak from my playing days where uh, we had a lot of success and won three Stanley Cups and went went there four times. And 
And it, you, you need a core group. They talk about culture in, in every sport and teams, and, and it means something. You build a bond. You build a core group that wants to be there, wants to have success together, and that's exactly what Fitzgerald's been able to do, locking up uh, Timo Meyer long-term, who just came at the end of the year, and he's a different type player. He's a big, strong, power forward, an element they were probably missing. Can't wait to see what he can do this year. Uh, I love him as a player, and I think we only saw the tip of the iceberg last year. Now that he's acclimated, locked up long-term, he's going to be more uh, comfortable for sure. And you've already got Nico and Jack locked up in uh, a great one-two punch. And Jesper Bratt gets his long-term deal. He was nothing short of spectacular in the preseason. Hope he can continue that right out of the gate starting tomorrow night against the Red Wings. But Adding key veterans, you added Tyler Toffoli. He's won a Stanley Cup in Los Angeles as a young player. That changes you. That changes you. You know yep. what it takes. That's what experience means. People don't get it. Where going, Well, how do these guys like Palak, besides being good hockey players, how do they help your team try to achieve that ultimate goal? Because it's, it's a lot more than just having great skill and the Devils do and speed. And, and the competitive balance of the National Hockey League right now, I could name 12 teams put them in a hat, and I think have a shot to win the Stanley Cup if everything breaks for them and they stay relatively injury-free. But the Devils put that core in place. And, again, General Manager Fitzgerald, ownership gave him the resources to say, strike while the lightning's hot. Now we're ready to pay people. I remember two, three, four years ago, fans going crazy. We're not signing all these free agents, and you don't build through that. Yes, you pluck them here and there, and they did that with Dougie Hamilton, get a top-notch defenseman. You did it with Palat to bring that experience. I'm really looking forward to see what he can do this year because that guy is a clutch player, money player. He says, well, he didn't have a great year last year. Well, he was injured. Who made the biggest play in game seven for the New Jersey Devils to knock out the New York Rangers? It was Andre Palat. No surprise to me because he knows what it takes in, you know, pressure situations. And guys like him and Toffoli, besides being key guys and making key plays and have to score goals, Toffoli's a goal scorer. But these guys understand uh, different situations during the season and the adversity you'll deal with. And then you hope uh, while you're in the playoffs, or if you're in the playoffs, which the Devils expect to be, and we'll see, you got to play the games. But that's where these guys really show their worth. And, and it's just been a nice mix of players. And the teams that I was on had different characters, had young, enthusiastic first, second, third-year players. And you had about a handful of five, six, seven-year players like the Hughes and Hughes and Bratz now, and then the core veteran guys, Eric Halla and Palat and, and um, uh, Toffoli that I talked about. So I think there's a good balance of, of, of that, and that's, that's how the teams I was on had success. Won championships uh, uh, was exactly how Fitzgerald has kind of uh, set the template for this Devils team so far. Yes, sir. We're talking to Ken Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion, from your New Jersey Devils. Now let's talk about that rivalry with the Rangers. We were talking about it a little bit and how obviously the Rangers fans have come and taken over the building and we talked about the history. Obviously the, you know, Devils weren't here until 82 and the, you know, people were Rangers fans in New Jersey before they could be Devils fans, sure. but I feel like the Devils have been owning the Rangers from the playoffs last year to the preseason this year. The tide has turned a bit if you ask me. Well, look, for me, I'm a hockey fanatic. I love the game. Yes, I bleed devils red and black. Why wouldn't I? I've been here 41 years, whether it was a player or in the organization. 
I want to see the success. I went through those tough times. I went through those lean years in the early 80s where we were terrible. We were winning 17 games a year. These young guys went through that. Now they taste a little bit of success last year. And, yes, now there's a rivalry again between the Rangers and Devils and the Islanders as that grows because all three teams made the playoffs last year. And to be honest with you, Keith, I didn't think I'd see it in my lifetime. And to see it last season where all three were in the playoffs, Nothing better than that. That's how I think rivalries is what it's all about. You need it. You need that passion from fan bases. You need the hatred from the players uh, against certain teams. We certainly had that in my time against the Rangers. No question. That's that's what it's all about because that brings the best out of you uh, for every team and certainly I hope for my Devils because obviously that's that's who, who we root for. But it's great for the area in the New Jersey, New York metropolitan area. When, when the locals are good, it brings a buzz. And certainly there was a buzz last year when the Rangers and Devils met. And I, I think certainly the Devils and Rangers are going to be really strong this year, both of them again. And they may meet again in the playoffs. And the Islanders, I'm kind of wait and see, but they always seem to know how to find a way. And they've got um, my good friend and, and I, I call him Uncle Lou, really, because he, that's what he was to me when we had so much success. I never count him out, but uh, uh, we'll see if all three can make it again. But I, but I love it. I love the Rivers. And, yeah, damn right you want to beat them. The players, the fans, and it's vice versa for the Ranger fans or, or former Ranger alumni. We talk about it as well. When I talk with, oh, oh gosh, it's Stefan Matoa and Adam Graves. You see it functions. and all, We all get along now, but we loved the hatred that we had, and we want to see those rivalries again because we went through it. We lived it. Makes it fun. One more thing for you, KD. So we talked about Tyler Toffoli coming over and Timo Meyer and locking him up. Jesper Bratt got locked up with an eight-year contract, something like that. Shout out to the Bratt Pack. But yes. can we give a nod to Lindy Ruff? He signed a multi-year contract. I know the guys love him, and uh, I can't wait to see him lead this team. Yeah, and good for Lindy Ruff. I mean, uh, things were rough to say the least uh, no, pun, no intended. pun intended starting last season we all know what transpired and it became the running joke of after two games fire lindy sorry lindy eight games later whatever it may have been so you know what and he took it all in stride and that's an experienced coach that uh, stuck with it and, and you love guys like that lindy's a guy that i think he's made adjustments as a lot of coaches have to. He's, yes, an old-school, experienced guy, been around a long time, coached against me. I haven't played in 20 years, Keith. I've been on the ice anyway as far as uh, a National Hockey League player. But And I played against Lindy, and he's such a student of the game. He understands it. He gives these young players, and that's what he did so well for me, even in the tough times when the team wasn't doing well. He, he in the growing pains, he gave these guys an opportunity to play through mistakes, didn't bench them. And that's tough for a coach uh, because they, the first uh, thought is for, for any coach is, I got to win or my job's on the line. Right. He wasn't worried about that. He wanted to develop these young guys. I think that's why they respect him and love him. And he's made those adjustments. As today's day and age, we all know it's a different mindset. It's a different uh, way of, getting your message across to players and some need a hug, some need a kick in the the rear end to, to get them going, regardless if they're playing good or bad. Uh, and it's understanding your players. You almost have to be a psychologist. And I think Lindy, in my day, it was a little different. Back in the 80s, 90s, whatever it may be, it was tough love for everybody. Pretty well, coaches could 
could really grind you down. But Lindy understands that nice balance, I think, to get his message across and has done a terrific job and, and, and well-deserved a new contract for sure. So the season starts tomorrow. I'll be over there. There's the fan fest starting at four o'clock with the red carpet, the players arriving, and then you know everybody partying outside of the rock. And then I'm sure we're gonna turn that place up. Ken, you're the man. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining us tonight. I I appreciate being on with you, Keith. We'll be seeing you at the rock. Uh, I hope a lot this season. Yeah. We're not doing the game on MSG so or MSG Plus because Hulu. The first day. Of the- that's what happens. The Devils become good. Yep. The national TV takes them. We love it. So I kind of enjoy it. I get to watch that first game just like a fan and the nerves and butterflies uh, like any opening night. doesn't matter how many games you played or how far you've been removed from your playing days. There's such a thrill, and, I, and the anticipation is going to be fantastic at the Rock. But we do do the game Friday night, so giving a plug to, to our crew, Bill Spaulding, Eric Walker, Bryce Salvador. We're ready to rock and roll Friday night for game two against the Coyotes at Prudential Center. So I hope everybody tunes in, uh, certainly Devils fans or any hockey fans. Yes, come, sir. Come Let's go uh, tune in to our, our broadcast, baby. So good being on with you, pal. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Woo! Ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Uh, Mr. Devil, <laughs> Ken Danico. Thank you, Ken. All right, Keith. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, take care. Keep up the great work. See you tomorrow. 877-337-A6-A6 and two more sixes will get you on the show. I have no more guests. We can turn the page and start talking about week six. The Jets will host the Philadelphia Eagles. If you believe in Zach Wilson, call me up and tell me what he's going to do to the NFC champion Eagles defense. Should Daniel Jones play? That neck injury is an issue. It's a larger issue. If he's not practicing, you got to be cautious. It's week six. The bye week isn't until week 13. Andrew Thomas isn't going to play. Is Saquon going to play? I say don't do it. Duck. It's a national television. It's Sunday night football against the Bills. You're not winning that game, even though the Bills have some injuries. They're going to roll you right over. I get it that it's a reunion of... Brian Dable and Joe Shane going back to their old stomping grounds, but I don't know, man. In the NFL, obviously, you don't want to duck any opponent any given Sunday, Sunday night, but it's going to be a rough one. They're just outmatched. They just don't have the horses to run the offensive scheme they want to run, and I don't know what this defense is going to do against Josh Allen and those guys. Call me up, Giants fans, Jets fans, if you think you can get a win against the Eagles because the Eagles have looked somewhat pedestrian. Obviously, they're still undefeated. Obviously, they're still very good, but they haven't looked like the juggernaut that they were last year. Everybody's riding high on the Niners. I can't wait to bet on the Niners to lose in the next couple weeks. 877-337-6666. And, of course, we're talking about the New York Yankees, Hal Steinbrenner's comments, and the little subtle changes that were suggested And it just, again, reminds you that uh, there's a disconnect between the Yankees brass and the fan base. What we see, it seems like they don't see. Call me up. We're about to take a break. I've got one caller on hold, so that means we're wide open. Keep McPherson on the fan. Till 12, I'll be right back. When the Yankees season ends, you turn on the fan at night. It's Keith McPherson, KM to AM, taking calls and talking sports, getting right to it. Let's get back to it right now. You know the number to dial. 877-337. A six, a six, and two more sixes. The fan in New York. John is out in Brooklyn. John, go for it. Let's do the thing. 
Hey, Keith, man, your your analysis and your critique, instead of how having these meetings, you should just get them in a room and listen to this show. I'm not hard to Literally. find. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. I, like I can tell you guys what's wrong. I haven't missed a game in years. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. And you know, you you go back to uh, when there was no analytics. Okay, uh, Tory used to blow out bullpens. He used to blow out all these guys, but we would win seven out of eight games, uh, ten out of. Because that's games. what it's all about. It's not about yeah. your analytics and your lanes and your bullpen budget and, oh, we use this guy, we can't yeah. use him again the next day. It's about winning the game yep. and not being so cavalier yep. about the 162 because you're going to run yep. out of games in the end. Yep, yep. Boone is worried about who's going to pitch the next day instead of winning the game tonight. You might not. Like, tomorrow doesn't matter. Win the game. No, you matter. play today, you win today. Like, where do we get, where do we get this lost? John, like, exactly. how did this happen? I don't know. Can, I'll tell you how it happened, though, right? Uh, back in the day, can, can you imagine Jita or Tino or Bernie going into the dugout and getting handed an iPod to look at what they just did at <laughs> the launch angle? It's, it's, it's so stupid. It's, it's beyond. And Tampa Bay started this with the shifts and everything, and then Cashman got caught behind the eight ball. And then he he went overboard. He went over. He spends four million on these college guys, yeah. looking at all this or, nonsense. That just John, imagine imagine, imagine Jeter driving to the stadium and coming in, and Mister T saying, "Hey, Jeets, you've been going real hard for the last three weeks. Uh, your scheduled rest day is right now. You're not playing today." Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and it usually comes <laughs> guys really yeah, it usually comes off like a three for four, and then they sit the guy the next day. And, and and you know what? Because they, they have it planned. They don't care about the results the game before. Up, it's scheduled. Like yeah. it's crazy to me. Yeah. Like you can't do that. That's not that's not a formula for success. Uh it, it ain't working. As Dom says, it's not working. So like it's not working. It's not working. If all of these things you're examining that you've changed and that you're you're doing aren't working, like it's it's pretty simple, but they're making it complicated. They wanna they wanna talk about everything else. It's the definition of insanity. Keep doing what doesn't work and, and expect a different, uh, you know, result. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I, and you I, go, I think they hear us. I think to, it can change, and that's why I, I opened up tonight. I'm like, call me up and tell me I'm not crazy. You guys tell me, and we can speak, and they'll hear us, and, and we'll get right to it. You know, you know the shifts. What it what it did to, especially in Yankee Stadium. Do you remember the year? The first of all, the biggest mistake Cashman ever made after '09 was getting rid of Hideki. And Johnny Damon, the only two clutch hitters we had on that team. And and he didn't re-sign them. And then he went heavy with left-handed hitters. He brought in McCain, Beltran. We had Teixeira. We had uh, another guy. But the shift in Yankee Stadium turned those guys into 220 hitters because of the short right field. The, the right fielder was playing, you know, on top of the second baseman. And that that's why he went away from the left-handed hitters. Okay. So now they did away with the shift, which was great. I, I agree with that, you know. But they got to get more contact hitters. Judge should be batting third. Stanton should be a DH against lefties. Ever since he got beamed, he can't hit right-handed hitters. Uh, he's bailing out when the ball is like uh, – when the guy's in his windup, he's bailing out. It's ridiculous watching this every night. It's really crazy. Yeah, thank you for the call, John. It's got to change. So uh, shout-out to my folks at MLB Network, the good people at MLB, MLB Network. When I did off-base – Last year, the first season of Off-Base, it was great. I got to represent WFAN over there. I got to represent Yankee fans, the Bleacher Creatures, 
And uh, I still have connections with those people, and I know you guys are listening. So shout out to my guy, Matt Stats. Matt with the Stats is a diehard Yankee fan who literally dies hard with me. We talk about every series and all this nonsense, and I'm sure he's listening. So he sent me a text. He goes, I did some digging for fun. The Yankees, 227 average in 2023. The Yankees, 227 batting average was their third worst ever. Ever. Their third worst all time. They must improve the offense this offseason. Hope all is well, Keith. Like, why are we complicating things? Why are we talking about research and analytics and how these guys are sleeping? And, oh, check your egos at the door. You can't hit. Right? You're talking about these guys need to sleep and you need to upgrade the clubhouse. We were falling asleep watching the Yankee games this season. How many games did we watch? Oh, they still haven't got a hit. Who is this guy pitching? I don't know how many games I'm like looking up the stats. I'm like, they make these no-name pitchers look like aces. It's driving me insane. Like, they can't hit. And you know what? I know why they can't hit. Because they're they're going to get guys that nobody else in baseball wanted. Meanwhile, teams like the Rangers, teams like the Phillies, they're going to get the best players because they realize that's what you need. And I'm sitting here watching. Is that another home run? Yeah, that ball's out too. <laughs> I was talking about it last night. I said it in my open. To win in the postseason, you do need home runs. You do need guys that can hit the ball out of the ballpark. Former Yankee Lance Lynn is cooked. All he does is throw meatballs over the plate. It's 3 nothing in the third inning. Diamondbacks, three solo shots. The Dodgers are about to be done. I repeat, the hundred-some win Dodgers who do go out there and always try and get better by signing free agents and making trades at the deadline. It's just something I don't know. Chavez Ravine, the air ain't right. Something out there in uh, blue heaven, as they call it. I love the Dodgers and going to Dodger Stadium. Great enhancements that they made to that stadium. They lead Major League Baseball in attendance, but... They're about to party in the desert tonight. The Snakes are up 3-0, and Lance Lynn is getting rocked. They better take him out now before it gets even crazier. Take him out now because these guys are teeing off, hitting homers, and the Yankees need to stack their lineup, not with home run hitters, but contact hitters and guys that can go yard. Yeah, if Lance Lynn is throwing a meatball, you're not trying to just slap a single. You're hitting that out the park. But the thing is the Yankees have too many swing and miss guys, strikeout guys, and guys that wouldn't be on anybody else's roster, right? They tell you, oh, Willie Calhoun, yeah, he can bang. He gets hurt, he comes back, and he clears waivers and nobody wants him. Like, they're just DFA him all. they just DFA Hicks. And, of course, it's like the, the other thing, like, the pinstripes are heavy. Aaron Hicks couldn't get it done here, put up great numbers as an Oriole. What were they telling him? What were they doing? What were they instructing Hicks to do? I was saying Hicks used to be the guy that could get on base. He could work a walk. He couldn't do that anymore. He was terrible. Both sides of the plate. Okay, focus on one. Just just be a right-handed hitter. If you're a switch hitter, and is that another home run? <laughs> That's another home run. They're going crazy. Take Lance Lynn out or your season is over. They're trying to look at that and say it's a foul ball. I think that's fair. It's four zip. Diamondbacks, they are teeing off on this man. The Dodgers are about to lose this game and lose this series and be eliminated all behind Lance Lynn. And a team, the Diamondbacks, you guys remember the the last series at Yankee Stadium? The Yankees beat the Diamondbacks. (laughs) 
you know, obviously the rain helped. Perdomo, Homer, Marte, Homer, Moreno, Homer. Now they're talking it over. It doesn't matter. This game's over. Let me get another Yankee call in before we go to the 10 o'clock break. And now I got Devils fans calling. <laughs> We're in the future. We got a Devils fan on the fan at night and Devils fans calling the fan. And the Devils are a top five, honestly, a top two, not two team in the NHL. Let's go to Kalen in Hartford, Connecticut, before we go to break. What's up, man? How are you doing? Good, man. I enjoy doing this. Uh, I get to come to work. I get to talk to the fans like you. I get to watch postseason baseball, and I get to be, uh, you know, honest about the New York Yankees. Uh, unfortunately. No, so I just think there's a real problem. Like, just to piggyback on what we said earlier, but just I think there's a real flaw in the mentality of this team. Like, we want to sign these guys every year. We don't want to build a program. We don't want to build up these young guys. Like, look at a team like the Braves. Look at a team like the Diamondbacks. They build up these young players. They build talent. Maybe we don't win next year, but maybe we have a We're not winning next year. We're far from winning it next year. Look at all these other no, better 100%. teams. No, that's the thing. The lineup is terrible. The pitching is terrible. They keep trying to sign these guys that are 32 years plus, expecting something different. You can't roll out the same lineup every single year and expect a different result, like the last caller said. Yep. Doesn't make any sense. Yep, and you need young talent. The way that the game has changed, they changed the rules. All of these teams have young, exciting players, right? Like the Rangers have Evan Carter. The Diamondbacks have Corbin Carroll. Uh, Bryson Stott hit a grand slam in that first series for the Phillies. He's in his second year. Is like these teams are going crazy. This is remarkable. I cannot believe this. every pitch Lance Lynn throws is getting hit out. Out of the park. Yeah, I took the Diamondbacks the last three games just because, you know, money line. I figured it was probably worth it, honestly. Look at these hitters they have on their team. Kidding me right now? They're studs. How come the Yankees can't stack their lineups with studs? They got a bunch of duds. They have a bunch of journeyman players. They're filling. I've gone to so many Yankee games and looked at the lineup. I'm like, look at these guys' batting averages. Some of these guys do not belong in pinstripes. It's a shame. They shouldn't even be wearing some of these numbers that better players wore in Yankee Stadium before them. Like, what are the Yankees thinking? 100%. And it's like the, one of the most expensive lineups every single year. And for what? For what? The, the for Arizona what Diamondbacks just become the first team in postseason history to hit four home runs in one inning. Every pitch Lance Lynn threw over the plate got smacked out. Sorry, but I didn't mean first, to. Uh, like, this game, is crazy. First inning of the games against the Dodgers. They put up seven runs in the first inning. Because they're young, they're energetic, they're studs, they're good players. These are players that they developed. Some players they did go get, but for the most part, man, the Diamondbacks have figured it out with less, a small market team. They're on their way to the National League Championship. They're beating the almighty Dodgers, who were their big bro. Didn't they finish like 16 games back of the Dodgers? I remember I went to school out uh, out west, not to uh, track from the point, but I remember we saw the wild card game when they played the Rockies a couple years back. This is either 2017 or 2018. When their first year they had the elimination game, and it was very exciting out there, you know, because it was the first time they were in the playoffs a long time. You know, they really didn't deserve to be, you can say, but here they are, going probably going to the NLC championship. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
They have enough pitching. Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly, like, good good for them. I'm glad that they're having success. Thank you for the call, Kalen. I don't mind seeing other teams, you know, the Diamondbacks, who defeated the Yankees in the World Series when I was a kid, and I was like, wait, did that actually happen? No, we need a redo. You know, fast forward some years, and they figured it out. They have a young, exciting team that can hit. Lance Lynn, you start throwing meatball fastballs over the plate, you're going to get rocked, every single one of them. That was riveting. The Dodger fans right now are like, I cannot believe this is another season where the Dodgers we thought were a juggernaut. Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, Max Muncy. It doesn't matter. They're going home. 877-337-6666. We also have some Giants fans on the line. So when we come back from Marco Belletti's update, we'll talk to Marco a little bit about the Yankees because if you guys remember, Marco did a show and he literally laid out that like he wasn't getting pulled back in because the Yankees did a lot of the same things and it was going to be the same results. It actually ended up being worse. Let's take this break. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 